This is the podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome back to Food Picks Podcast, where our podcasters from The Straits Times talk about the best eats and drinks and what you can bring home or get delivered during this COVID-19 pandemic. For our stay-home guide this week, we have ST Food Correspondent Eunice Quack. Hi Eunice. Hi. Now, Eunice is going to be my co-host for this episode and you've got a special guest. Yes, I do. So we have with us today, Mr. Michael Lu. He is the brand owner of Wildfire Chicken and Burgers. Hi, Michael. Hi. So Michael here is joining us because uh, we're going to talk about the comeback of Wildfire Chicken and Burgers. It will reopen on June 1st at the Nanyang Academy of Fine Arts in Bencoolen Street. So on June 1st, when the circuit breaker ends and dining in is still not allowed, Burger Joint will come back for delivery only. And Michael, please tell us why come back now? Well, I think there's never the right time. I think this is as good a time as any. I do think that any business needs to be adaptable. And I think obviously opening in a time like this requires one to be quite resourceful and keeping an eye on the market and how things change. The venue will provide delivery as well as takeaway for customers. What about capital? Did you get any help from government schemes or you've already worked out all the help that the financial resources? I mean, a lot of other F&B outlets are probably thinking harder about whether they should stay on. Some have even pulled out. What about you? I actually teach food and beverage entrepreneurship at SMU. And this new venture is a result of two of my students asking me if they could revive the brand. And these two young, dynamic individuals are resourceful and very, very entrepreneurial. So I believed in them and I said, why not give it a go? Okay, you had this brand last year, right? At the Global Kitchens at Science Park Drive, but you closed it last year. Well, this brand has been around since 2015 okay. and it has opened three outlets in Singapore and at one point it signed a 5 City 38 outlet franchise in China as well. So at the middle of last year, mm. the last wildfire venue was at um, Science Park Drive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there was an offer to convert it into a Thai restaurant and we accepted that offer. So can you tell us a bit more about how the menu has been tweaked? Well, I think, again, we have to be adaptable. I do think that At this time, the menu needs to be what we call deliverable. Not all food or all formats are deliverable. For example, we have a very popular burger. In fact, probably the second most popular burger from Wildfire is something called the Works, which is a stacked burger. And in this case, I felt that it is not a very deliverable product because by the time it gets Mm. to the customers, it might be soggy. So we've rejigged the format. It's a lot more compact. It is, you know, lighter and travels better. So ever since, um, you know, the announcement of Wildfire coming back on June 1st, how has the reaction been so far? Because you guys have pre-orders already available, right? Yes, indeed. Uh, It's actually the first time that we have ever worked with a pre-order scenario. Clearly, before this, that is not a common scenario. In this current situation, with most of the orders expected to be delivery, there has been a lot of pre-orders coming in already. And Mm. surprisingly, there's been a large number of takeaway orders as well that has been confirmed and and booked in already. So I think Mm. it's gratifying to see that people remember the brand and are excited Mm. to see it come back. So you're saying that people now, let's see, what, what is today's date? The date of our recording is May 27. People have ordered their burgers from June the 1st onwards. They have planned their eating schedules already. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. It, it's impressive. Um, they've, uh, mm. We've been receiving orders for June 1st, June 2nd, up to, I think, June 6th at the moment. Wow. So, okay. yeah, it's exciting for us. That's amazing. I mean, you never would have thought this. I mean, we hear of stories of F&B bosses so worried about their businesses now. I think, like you said, you know, you just have to think out of the box, actually. Yes, I think we definitely have to think out of the box and look at new ways to do business. Mm -hmm. At the moment, to be honest, I am also working on a few other initiatives as well. I think it is a difficult time. It is a very challenging time, but it also is a time of great opportunities. Now, if you like this Food Pigs podcast, The Stay Home Guide, Subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Like us and give us a rating. Now back to our show with Michael Lu and my co-host Eunice Quack. So Michael, uh, I mean we were talking about uh, thinking out of the box, uh, you making a comeback into the F&B industry during this uh, COVID-19 era. What do you think is in store for our F&B industry in Singapore? Everyone's saying, oh, the longer phase two, phase one goes on. Everything's up in the air. What do you think is in store? What is going to be the trend? Do you think delivery is going to become the norm? Or will it be a mix of delivery and dining? Or as you said, even pre-orders as well? I do think that things are going to change Mm. greatly. I don't think there is a return to normal scenario. I think definitely delivery is here to stay. And new and evolving ways of delivery, the formats of food that people expect when they accept the delivery, as well as private dining and private kitchens, I do think that that will flourish and in fact grow in the years to come. And and Eunice, what about you? I mean, how? what's your experience? I mean, after talking to other F&B bosses as well? So similarly, like what Michael is saying, you know, we're talking about delivery becoming the norm. Mm. Um, I was speaking to somebody else, you know, who was saying that you don't necessarily need to open a chain of restaurants anymore. Perhaps you just put a few outlets at some strategic locations and then you couple that with food delivery as an island-wide option. Yeah. And that might be pretty much sufficient because you get to hit everybody across Singapore as opposed to just worrying about feeding somebody in the CBD or feeding somebody in Orchard Road. So I think that that makes a lot of sense. I've also been speaking to quite a many quite a few restaurant owners who are really trying to gear up for what's to come. So I was speaking to somebody else who was saying that like now they might even have to have smaller tables just so that there's more space in the restaurant. Yeah, to be because of the social of distancing, how, right? Correct, yeah, that's right. Yes. So they're a bit more cautious about how they need to cut capacity or like plan how seating is going to be. Because it's not very nice as well to put like crosses or stuff across yeah. your furniture, right? Yes. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, so, or tape so, and so, scotch you know, tape and all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and how that might work for, you know, even hawker centres and all that in the future is going to be, I guess, quite hard to say. Lah. Michael, I mean, what about you? I mean, that's the other thing, right? F&B businesses, they cannot afford to feel as if June 1 is a definitive date and then suddenly everything is back to normal. You've got to adapt, as you said. You're doing things like pre-orders. You're, do you whip up this kind of social media uh, savviness and all that? But how do the older F&B, uh, you know, those mom and pop stalls in the hawker centers, they must find it more difficult, right? I do think that in this new isolation economy that we're mm. moving into or that we're in already, I do think that we are now competing nationwide. Whereas in the mm. past, kind of like what uh, Eunice was saying, if you're in the CBD, your quality of food is a certain level, your price point is a certain level, the look of your restaurant is a certain way, it might be good yeah. enough because mm. people are nearby and they come down for lunch and they enjoy the experience. 
but when you are doing delivery, the playing field is leveled. Okay. And also another new development is that a lot of fine dining restaurants that did not use to deliver are now all delivering as well and in more casual mm. formats, yeah. which means that the availability of higher quality food at reasonable prices has increased dramatically. So everyone mm. needs to step up their game and look at it as an island-wide competition, I would think. All right. So Michael, now that you've given a taste of what your business has to offer, I have started to plan in advance. I figure out that on June the 28th, which is about a month from now, I really need a burger at 3pm from Wildfire Chicken and Burgers. What do I need to do to make my advance order for June the 28th at 3pm specifically? Well, thank you. <laughs> the, the best way to do is to just go to wildfireburgers.com. Okay. Uh, on the website, we have a link for direct ordering or via WhatsApp. Both works or traditional phone call works as well. Alright, okay. And Eunice, are you going to join me on that day or...? I don't think I can wait until <laughs> June 28th. <laughs> That's right. You are the food correspondent, you see. Yeah. I have already like planned and especially since, you know, there's like Basque cheesecake and yeah. like coffee and all. Yeah, I've already scrutinized the menu. Yeah. So yeah, I could eat it again probably on June 28th. Yeah, I yeah. can hear it from here actually. Uh, even though we are remote, I can hear your saliva dropping as well. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot, Michael. And thanks, uh, Eunice, for co-hosting this show for me. Thanks, Michael. Very glad to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Well, that is it for now. We hope you found these eating tips useful as you stay safe and stay home. Find our Food Picks podcast on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts and rate us. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online.